You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. We're making our picks for Sunday's games every single game on the Sunday schedule and pick our six favorites for our six-pack against the Action Network. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Brian Peacock at BD Peacock on Twitter. Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. All right, Matt, we've got our picks coming. I feel good about a handful of games here. So we'll go through and draft our six picks. Three for me, three for you as we go through every single game on the schedule. But first, there was one game that's already been played, and it was the Miami Dolphins picking up their first win of the season, beating the Jaguars 31 13, not the Jaguars team that we saw show up the first two weeks of the season. No, I I didn't see this coming. Uh, I mean, I felt good about the Jags minus three and the over. Almost got the over, didn't hit that, so lost both those. I thought Jacksonville would win this game, be the clearly better team, and it was the polar opposite. I mean, Miami really controlled it from the beginning. They got a running game going with Gaskins, who looks like he's their lead back. He's not a special player or anything, but he's certainly going to be the one that yeah. is getting the bulk of the touches. And it was a good day for Fitz. You know, sometimes he is a bad one, sometimes he is a good one. And it was a good night for him. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, a lot of people are pointing out, and like the whole beard versus mustache thing is kind of <laughs> overplayed and, and dumb. It's like, it's amazing how much people freak out about a mustache. I mean, is it that odd that he has a mustache? It's not that crazy, right? Uh, (laughs) But uh, it's kind of funny, the idea that Ryan Fitzpatrick is future Gardner Minshew, that I could totally see that same kind of career path. And, uh, you know, a a lot of ups, a lot of downs, good, good Gardner Minshew, bad Gardner Minshew. We saw the bad one. Then we saw the good Fitz show up in this game. It might be that sort of a season, a yo-yo for both of these teams. Uh, Are the Dolphins better than we thought, or are the Jags more like what we thought coming into the season more than what we saw the first two weeks, in your opinion? That's a good question. I mean, probably, first of all, I thought DJ Chark was really missed. You know, when they got down, they didn't have that big play weapon. The announcer said that over and over, and I totally agreed that maybe they would have been in a better opportunity to come back after getting down, and they just didn't have the firepower. Um, But, I mean, Chark's a really good player, but that shouldn't cripple your offense just because you lose a, you know, a pretty good player. Right. I mean, that that's the fine line that they're living with right now as they rebuild this thing. Um, I think it's pretty clear the Jag, I, we, we probably got a little ahead of ourselves on the Jags. I mean, just <laughs> a, a month ago, we all thought they were the worst team in the league by far. Right. And then they have two okay weeks when the league's a little topsy turvy to begin with. And we think they're just going to handle anyone by three and a half points. Well, you know, I mean, so that I think is true. But as this the Dolphins team showed last year, when I often say they had the worst roster I've ever seen, they're, they don't go away easily. And yeah. they haven't this year either. I mean, I think they're an extremely well-coached team that is building a tough-minded winning culture. A couple of notes here the on the Jags wide receivers. Yeah, I, I think... 
DJ Chark's not a superstar player, but he can't, I mean, he couldn't have had that much impact on mm -hmm. their offense. I thought Jay Gruden did a really bad job. I expected some fun stuff with LaVisca Chenault. They handed him the ball once. Uh, you know, you're down early. Go have some fun. You know, get him the ball in, in, in short areas. Let him go make some plays after the catch. I thought they did a bad job there. It was pretty much James Robinson was the entire offense for the Jaguars there. They couldn't get the ball That's down. That's not going to cut it either. Right. Yeah, and like, they, he's a nice story, but come on. And and I've got to, and I talked about this before the game, which I thought was a good matchup, was to watch how Gardner Minshew played against a, a strong secondary for the Dolphins. And I don't know if it was the, I have to go back and watch, but I don't know if it was so much the, the Jacksonville offensive line playing poorly or the Dolphins pass rush showing up, but they did get after Gardner Minshew a lot, which I think is, is always really important. But even without Byron Jones, Noah Igbenogany and Xavier Howard last night, nine targets in their direction at outside cornerback, only three catches for 30 yards and one first down. So they wow. did their job in coverage, which was really big. And that's all the more reason why I thought they should have really dialed up and manufactured all kinds of touches for Chenault behind the line of scrimmage. And you know, we saw it with the running back, like those sort of touches, get the ball in short areas, try to make some big plays. Cause obviously things weren't happening down the field at all. No, it's a good point. I mean, Again, this is a very fragile team that doesn't have a lot of star power or guys they can count on. But to your point, I think you're right that Chenault might be their best weapon last night. Like, I mean, he's, he might have been the most dangerous player they had to throw out there. So why not feature him more? I mean, I think that is a good point. I mean, you're not going to. You're not going to win a lot of games with Robinson, Eifert, and Cole as your guy. You know, I mean, like they're fine, but they're, they're your fifth option. Robinson is so fun to watch. I mean, he's legitimate. Yeah. He's a he's a really good player. And this is why, like, don't draft a running back in the first round if you're an NFL team, and especially not in the top 10. So they just moved on from their top 10 draft pick at running back, right, in Leonard Fournette, replaced him with an undrafted player who's playing just as good. He had, what, 130 yards of offense and a couple of touchdowns involved in the pass. He was their leading rusher and their leading passer. He was their offense and he looks so good and he's legit on the other side, miles Gaskin undrafted free agent finally found his way into the starting lineup and he had 22 carries for 66 yards, which isn't great, but half of those he yards were on the first drive when, when Jacksonville didn't know what Miami was trying to do. And then after that, Miami's like, look, we got a lead. I don't care if you know what's coming. And they're like, they're like, go ahead, tackle him for no loss. We're just going to keep pounding the ball, pounding the ball, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. And Fitz ended up throwing it 20 times. And uh, and that was plenty once they realized um, they had the advantage there. So Miles Gaskin, undrafted. James Robinson, undrafted. Saquon Barkley right now. Surgery, ACL. Um, Christian McCaffrey sitting at home, not playing, right? Like, you don't draft a running back in the top 10. Even if you get a really good player and you make the right evaluation, it's still not going to help your football team win games. Stop drafting first-round running backs. I have mixed feelings on that because I don't think the Cowboys and the Panthers and these teams are unhappy with their choice. But it is a strong point. I mean, look at the two guys last night. You can win with them. I mean, and if you wouldn't have taken a first round back, then you take a stud tackle who's blocking for them. You know, I mean, there's a, a ripple effect, right. obviously. You get something else if you don't take that first round back. But you're right. I mean, it's a hard position to count on in terms of staying healthy, longevity. I mean, without question. And there's a lot of people out there that can do the job. Right. Replacement level is high at the position. Longevity yeah. is low. And they can't do it alone anyway so true build pieces like around look at them. Saquon Barkley I right. mean in week one 
the Steelers just did everything crazy to attack him and he had no chance to succeed and he had 15 carries or whatever for six yards or something like that. Right, you he know, was like 0.6 yards per carry. Let's get into these games. Our Sunday picks for the weekend and our six-pack coming up. Peacock and Williamson. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name. Always give back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support, so let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be official partner of the NFL. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays. And you can see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. So go to nfl.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. All right, this is fun. I like the way we're doing it this year in drafting our six-pack of picks. Having fun keeping track for those at home who would like to keep track with us. I've been perfect so far, and that is not going to continue. And maybe this is the week I get one wrong. But right now, I'm six for six. Matt is three for six. Uh, and total, we're nine of 12, and we're beating the Action Network, who is eight of 12. But if you're following along and making any of these picks with us, I think you're in pretty good shape. So I like where things are going right now. And Matt, I'm going to allow you to go first again. What game do you like as your top draft pick this weekend to bet on? I have seven teams here in front of me that I all, I feel pretty darn strong about all of them. And some of them differ with our the picks from yesterday. So I'm kind of excited. Oh, okay. I think there's going to be some separation this week. Yeah, same here. I've got some that are opposite. Good. So this is, this is going to be fun. Yeah, let's get into it. Who's your number one? I like Green Bay getting three in New Orleans. Oof. And I just don't trust Drew Brees. I mean, no Michael Thomas. And Drew Brees looks shot to me, and I think everyone's going to make him drive the ball down the field, flood the middle of the field with defenders, uh, make him throw outs and outside the numbers, arm strength throws, and no Thomas. So I just don't think that New Orleans is better than Green Bay right now. I mean, certainly the quarterback advantage goes to Green Bay. I absolutely wish I knew Devontae Adams was playing and then i'd feel a lot more confident about it obviously i as we sit here at noon eastern on friday i don't know that answer i'm kind of hoping he is but i think green bay's better i'm glad you picked that one it was on my list but it was toward the end of my list but i i wish it was the saints playing a different team because i i've bet on the packers every week and i love betting on the packers right now and i don't think people are trusting how good they are and the the level that aaron Rodgers, hall of fame quarterback is playing right now this isn't the the Packers went 13-3 last year, and he's playing better right now. And this is a better team than they were last year. So uh, I'm all in on the Packers. Yeah. I love what I'm seeing there. But I also believe, 
like Chris was talking about, I believe in a bounce back for the Saints and Drew Brees. It's just that they're playing the Packers this week, so I don't like that matchup as much for the Saints. If the Saints were playing a different team, I'd be all about picking the Saints and that bounce back. But I'm with you. Let's go Packers on that pick. I'm feeling it. Good. I'm going Titans. I'm going Titans minus two and a half over the Vikings. Like That's just not enough points, and it's more about how bad the Vikings are playing versus how good the Titans are playing. Um, you know, two and a half points is just not enough there. And one thing that worries me a little bit watching the Jaguars is are just looking at the AFC South, are the the Titans and Colts not that good because of how well the Jacksonville Jaguars played against them? Or were they just playing out Maybe. of their minds and over the top, over out of their heads? Like that worries me a little bit about the Titans when you when you start comparing those things. But um I just, the Titans are too good. The Vikings right now, I am not on board with they're playing bad. Two and a half points, not enough for me, just a better team. Yeah, I mean, they're on my list as well. I mean, Titans okay. minus three I have sitting here. If you're going to give me two and a half, great. Um, they would have been one of my choices. So I'm totally in agreement, which is, again, a knock on the Vikings more than backing the Titans. And to your point, is the AFC South really bad? Maybe. It might be. <laughs> it, it might be. be. Yeah, I don't know. Right. We're, we're going to find out sure. a lot of I'm things. open to the idea now. That yeah. It's bad. Uh, what's your uh, your second pick? Our third altogether. Um, I got a lot here. I like. I didn't rank them, but I'm going to go Rams in Buffalo. I have two and a half as the latest line. I'm not sure. It might be down to two. I think it was over three at one point. I just think that this is a really close game. And if you gave me points for either one of these teams, I'm going to take it. One thing I really want to pay attention to with this one is if you remember last week, the Bills linebackers were both out. I haven't heard if they're playing or not. Edmonds or Milano, really good players. But even if healthy, McVeigh is a nightmare for opposing linebackers. Puts them in conflict all the time, play action, crossers in front of their face. And if you have two replacement level guys in there, I think Goff might pick those guys apart, and I think the Rams can run on them. Also, I think, you know, John Brown is questionable for this one. Ramsey's going to be on digs a lot. Yeah. All of a sudden, do the Bills receiving weapons dry up a little bit, you know, in what I think is going to be a pretty high-scoring game? So I want the points. I love it. This was my second favorite. It was it was either okay. Titans or Rams I was going to go with here for all the reasons you laid out there. Maybe some regression. Josh Allen's been playing really great can he keep that up uh we'll see i'm not going to say he's not going to be able to keep it up but you know 400 yards passing I don't, I don't see that uh and yeah i like i love the way the rams are playing they're playing as good as any team in the in the uh, nfc right now so packers rams i'm on board with that only two and a half i mean you're getting two and a half points there yeah give me that all day yeah i agree which one you got next? Okay, so I'm gonna go. Uh, this is awesome. We're we're this is gonna. There's gonna be some separation here at the Action Network because yeah. every uh, not the Titans, but the other three so far have been opposite of what the Action Network's picks were this week on the Thursday show. Go back and hear that if you want to hear Chris Raybon's um, reasoning for making his picks. I'm taking yeah, the Niners, good. and the Niners line is moving even more, which I love. It's three and a half now. It was four yesterday when Chris picked the Giants. Getting four points over the Niners. I think the Niners are going to go in and roll in New York just like they did last week. I think the news of Nick Mullins starting instead of Jimmy Garoppolo made that line drop a little bit more, which is why now it's only three and a half points. And who knows, maybe it'll get under a field goal by by the time it kicks off. Uh, I think Nick Mullins is going to play fine. I think the 49ers are still a much more talented team. 
Uh, Nick Mould is actually probably going to take more shots down the field than Jimmy Garoppolo does. He's got that little bit of a gunslinger mo- mentality, so it could backfire as well for me here. I just I, I love the 49ers going in and uh, and beating the Giants soundly because they're just a much better football team. You might be dead on on that one. I'm going to take the Giants. I had it at four. I wrote this one down yesterday. Uh, three and a half makes me a lot more leery because I don't think the Giants will win. And your points are strong. My counterpoints are the Giants' run defense, particularly the interior of their offensive line, is legit. I mean, I I think it's a a good group of players. I think Jones has played reasonably well. And my logic, more or less than anything, was just it's a very low over under, 42. So if you were going to give me four, and I guess in this case three and a half, I want the points and what Vegas thinks is going to be a low scoring, closer type game. You know, just that, just that logic of betting. Um, but it's funny because I have uh, six, I have seven games here written down and they were number seven. Like I have no number. I didn't know who I was picking first overall. I, I put a seven by the Giants saying I'm the, that's the one I'm least, I'm not going to take in the top three. One thing I will say about this matchup, it's it's so similar to the the last game in New York for the 49ers with the Jets. That was the thing they were supposed to be good at was stopping the run. And then the Niners went crazy yeah. on them, you know, from the first play of the game, 80 yard touchdown. Yeah. And so the, the outside zone might be a way to negate how strong they are in the interior because they're not going to try to run it, you know, in the A gap. They're going to run right team. at them. Right. Yeah, right. All right. What's no, your last pick here? Right. Yeah, I don't feel great about that one, but I'm going to take the Giants. Uh, My last one, I'm torn between three teams. I'll mention those as we get to them. I'm going to take New England minus five and a half. It's not that I think New England's great, but I really like Cam Newton. I think New England's D is still quite strong. I just think the the Raiders are a bit of a fraud right now, that they're they're not a legit team that's a contender. I just think New England's better. It's in their building, cross-country road trip at one o'clock, all those things. Uh, I like the Pats minus five and a half. I have it here. Okay, so we're going to finish up our picks agreeing with the Action Network on our last two here. They had the Patriots, and they also have my last pick, which is the Cardinals minus five and a half over the Lions. I think the Cardinals are another team that is for real, and uh, I I love this because we're picking all the NFC West teams here, and I might even take the Seahawks over the Cowboys, too, if we kept going here. Um, I, I want to see the, the NFC West lose outside the division first because I we talked about how the AFC South, maybe not a strong division, as strong as we may have thought. The NFC West is a really good division. They're going to beat up on each other here. But, man, um, I, I'm taking the NFC West teams over some other teams outside the division. Right now, the Lions are playing very bad football. Kyler yeah. Murray is so fun to watch and for real, and him getting the addition of DeAndre Hopkins has been so great for that offense. They're a different football team right now, and I don't think they're getting quite the credit for how good they are uh, in the early going yet. So still getting some some bargains there. I'm going to take the Cardinals over the Lions. I, I like that pick as well. I, I think there's just bad mojo in Detroit right now, to say the least. Mm. Although I think Kenny Galladay comes back is kind of like the DJ Chark argument we had to open the, the conversation. Like They need that downfield big threat and I think that'll pay off I think Stafford's better than he showed um I'll still lay the six though the Cardinals are in a much better place um but what stands out to me here I know it's a big number 55 and a half but I'll take the over I think this is bombs away okay they're just gonna go nuts yeah that's what I think all right I like it Titans 49ers Cardinals for me Packers Rams Patriots for Matt I feel really good about Matt's picks too uh the 
most of those were on my list. Um, the Patriots Raiders one is the only one, and I'm, I agree with you. I'll take the Patriots there because I didn't mention it, but I just I would stay away from that game because I just don't know what to think about either one of those teams. But um, yeah, if, but if I have to pick, I definitely pick the Patriots. So I feel good about all six of our picks, Matt, and at least four. Wait, one, two, three, yeah. Four of those are going opposite of the Action Network picks. Nice. So we're going to see some separation this week with Chris. That's going to be a fun episode next Thursday when we talk about those games. Matt and I will get to the rest of the Sunday schedule next. Peacock and Williamson. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code Locked On and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Your winning season begins today. Only at my bookie. Let's finish it up here, Matt. The rest of the games coming up Sunday. We've got the Falcons at 0-2 hosting the 2-0 Bears. The Falcons, though, at 0-2, favored by three at home. This one is an interesting one. I just don't like either team enough to bet on them, but I saw, okay, wait a second. The 0-2 Falcons, who can just find a way to lose, are favored by three against the 2-0 Bears coming into town. Hmm. I don't think the Bears are good. You know, like... Their line in Montgomery has been a savior for them. It's been much better than I expected. Both those aspects of the Bears' offense has really stepped up. And it's hidden Trubisky a little bit. He has not played well, despite them being 2-0. and I like the Bears' D, but I still think the Falcons throw on them. I think the Falcons throw on anybody, to be very honest with you. And there's a couple of these teams that are 0-2, that have won a lot of games with established head coaches in this league that I'm just not sure are going to be 0-3 type teams, and Atlanta's one of them for me. Yeah, I wouldn't touch this game because uh, (laughs) of of a lot of those reasons, but yeah, it's hard not to pick the Falcons. When you get that three, I think that's pretty solid. The The Falcons are a better team on paper. Can they turn things around? This is what the Falcons did last year, right? Because like, wait, this team should be better. And they lost a bunch of games in the second half of the year. They kind of started to figure some things out and win some games and some jobs were saved. I don't know if they can do that again. That's, um, but again, like I, I had no confidence with either one of these teams. Three points is like, whatever, no. that's a push. I just, I, I don't even want to talk about this game anymore. I'll go Falcons. <laughs> I'll go Falcons though. Cause I agree with you. I mean, even though they're own two, they're better. They're better. Yeah. We already covered Rams bills. We both like the Rams there. Oh, how about this one? The Cleveland Browns at one and one are hosting the Washington football team at one and one Browns favored by a touchdown here. This was on my list. I didn't pick it, but I will take Washington plus seven basically on the back of their defensive line that I, I just think Mayfield won't handle that pressure well. And I think he'll throw a pick or two or three. And he will get hit a lot, and he won't have clear throwing lanes. And I think the Browns win it because I don't know that Washington has enough firepower to really, you know, put up 20, 25 points on these guys. But I think they keep it close, and Chase Young and company have nice days. I definitely have the Browns to win this game. Seven points is a lot, which makes me worried about it. But I'll, I'll take the opposite side from you on this one, Matt. And I, I'll give up. A touchdown, even though I don't love that. We asked the question earlier this week, are the Browns more like the first the, the team we saw in the first week that got rolled or the team we saw in the second week that looked much better? Uh, I think I'm leaning towards the team we saw in the second week, new coaching okay. staff. I think that's a team that will improve as the season goes along. So uh, I'm going to stick with the Browns here on this one, but don't feel great about it. No, I hear you. 
The Bengals, 0-2 at the 0-2 Eagles. I don't think people expected the Bengals to do a lot this season, but they've looked better in their two losses than the Eagles have, who people expected a lot from in their two losses. Uh, Eagles at home, favored by five. Yeah, and the Eagles are another one of these teams that I just can't see them going to 0-3 with Wentz and an established coaching staff. And I, there's, I understand that there's a lot going wrong there, but I think they win this game, but not by five. Yeah, I think five's a really nice number. I think Burrow will throw on these guys. Um, I made a note earlier, are these the two worst set of linebackers in the league? You know, I mean, just Ertz and Goddard and Mixon and Geo and Sanders. I think all those guys will catch passes in the middle of the field. Uh, I think Burrow keeps team, keeps the Bengals close going forward and makes them interesting. Maybe it's a garbage time cover, but I think they pull within five. Looking at this closer now, it's actually four and a half now. So I think I still people are agreeing with you. And I'll go the other way. That half a point, that changed it for me. No, it, huh? I would have taken the Eagles anyway. I think Carson Wentz, this is a big bounce back game for him. That Bengals defense is just not good at all. No. So I think that's really going to help the Eagles here get on track a little bit. So yeah, I'll go the Eagles. We've got Texans and Steelers. How bad are the Texans? They've played a really couple of tough opponents to start the year. They get another tough opponent here in the Steelers. Steelers 2-0, Texans 0-2, Pittsburgh favored by four at home. Yeah, back to, is, is the AFC South bad? I mean, I think we'll have a pretty good feel for that after this game. But they're another one. I mean, Watson... And a team that's won the division four out of five years, are they going to be 0-3? I mean, I've been saying all week on my Steelers show, this is a very dangerous team. And the Steelers have beaten two pretty bad teams. I'm not sure that they're a juggernaut quite yet either. I'll still lay the four. Steelers at home, I know it's not the usual home situation, but they don't lose here very often. I think they're clearly the better team, but I wouldn't touch it with any of my dollars. I'm with you here. I think for, I think just the way the the first two weeks have gone, this line should be a little bit bigger. So I'll I'll go Pittsburgh and give away four points here. The Jets and Colts. I hate this game so much. Eleven and a half is the line. The Colts are favored by eleven and a half here, uh, hosting the zero and two Jets. The Jets are awful. They're the worst team in the league I've seen over two weeks. The 49ers losing five of their best six players last week and still just rolled the Jets, and it wasn't even close. Um, I think the Colts are easily going to beat the Jets. 11 and a half is so big of a line, though, that it makes me, you know, like maybe I would put money on the Jets if I was forced to, but I don't like that either. Right. I mean, the Colts are clearly a better team. The Jets are 32 in the power ranks, deserve to be, to have injuries now, have no skill position, talent around Darnold. But to your point about the Colts, are they just okay or are they truly good? And are they going to blow people out by two touchdowns? Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's how they're built. Right. You know, I mean, I still could see Rivers throwing one to the other team. And an over-under of 44, if you're going to give me, what, 11 and a half is what I'm looking at, I think that's enough points for me to put a buck on, on green. Oof. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's scary, I though. I could absolutely see the crazy blowout, though, from the Colts. And, and, and I still like the Colts, and I still might like the Colts as much as any team in the South. But that's a... I mean, it could be 17 nothing. It could be 20 nothing. Right. <laughs> right. You know, uh, they might not score. I like the Chargers running backs in this game. The Panthers haven't been able to stop anybody on the ground. They're at 0-2, going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Chargers favored by 6.5 at home. I'll lay the points. I mean, it's the rookie quarterback. I expect... 
his game against the Chiefs to probably be his best of the season. I mean, I don't know that he's a, a phenom that's going to take the world by storm like Patty Mahomes did after when he got the starting job or somebody like that. But the running back combination is strong, as you mentioned. Herbert really started to go Keenan Allen's way, which I think makes so much sense. You know, why Tyrod didn't. (laughs) I I, I can't get enough of the Panthers D in terms of starting fantasy players against them. I think there could be points in this one, but uh, I mean, that that Chargers pass rush, I think, gets Teddy. I'll lay six and a half. I'll lay the points as well now and I'll give me Chargers. The Denver Broncos are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay on the road, favored by five and a half. Bucks come in at one and one. Broncos 0 and two with a ton of injury problems. Looks like Jeff Driscoll's getting the start. They called up Brett Ribbon ripping from the practice squad to be the backup. A rough, rough go in the early part of the season for the Broncos, losing so much talent on that team so far. Yeah, I do think the Bucs are good. And I understand playing in Denver's tough, but these guys have two games under their belt in terms of conditioning. I thought Brady played a lot better last year, uh, last week. I thought the Bucks D, I know the Bucks D is awful hard to play against. I don't think Denver will get much going on the ground. And with all their injuries, I'll lay six. Is that what the number you're looking at, too? I'm seeing five and a half. Let me double check. Even better. Then. Okay. Another source is here, right? Yeah, five and a half. Yeah, give me the Buccaneers on this one. It's just, yeah, five yeah. and a half. Uh, Denver might be a four or five win team this year. It only started at three and a half, too, so that was easy money. It's starting to grow, so it might get to six at mm. some point. We've got, what else here? The Cardinals, we already picked that one. Oh, here's a good one. Seahawks hosting the Cowboys. Cowboys one and one, Seahawks two and oh. Seahawks at home, favored by five. This was the last one on my list that I was considering. I got Dallas plus five and a half. Um, high, high over under 57 points, and I still would go over. I think this is going to be fantasy bonanza, all sorts of offense, not much pass rush from Seattle, not much coverage from Dallas, back and forth. And I think Dallas can play that game well, you know, and keep it close. Dax, what, 700 yards passing so far in the year. Uh, Russell cooking over there in Seattle. Uh, DK Metcalf's development. Yeah, this game has all the makings of a shootout and a ton of points, which means five might not be that much of a line. And I think the Seahawks are a better team than the Cowboys. I'm still not a believer in the Cowboys. I cannot bet on them right now. So give me Seahawks. I'll I'll differ from you in the Action Network here. And this is one of the Action Network six, by the way. They have the Cowboys. I'll go Seahawks. I mean, I think they'll win. I'm not betting against Russ. I just think they'll be back and forth, whoever is the ball last type of situation. Packers Saints, we already talked about, and that's it. That's the Sunday schedule. Did I miss any games? Let me double check this. There's, uh, I, I don't think so. Nope, There's a pretty home. darn good Monday oh, nighter to yeah, that, tease to talk about on Monday. That too. Monday night game, it is yeah. Chiefs and Ravens. I think two best teams in football right now, pretty convincingly. And yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll go through the preview Monday before that game. But man, uh, what a marquee matchup to end the week in week three. That's going to be a fun one. Absolutely, absolutely. It looks like a pretty decent slate of games in general. So everyone have a great weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy watching your football. And we'll be back Monday to break it all down and talk about that Monday nighter right here. Peacock and Williamson.